Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by visiting imsaradio.com or search for IMSA radio wherever they get their podcasts. The Michelin Countdown to Green on IMSA Radio. Hello everybody and welcome along to our Sunday main event. It's the Chevrolet Grand Prix IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship north of the border for our one and only visit to Canada. And we're in our Michelin counts down to green. The green flag, what, just over half an hour away. In the next 30 minutes, we'll give you our Porsche keys to the race. We'll run down the full grid for you with Jeremy Shaw. But first, let's get down uh, onto the pit lane where Shay Adam, who's uh, at the venue this weekend, has already joined what can only be described as a bit of a melee, Shay. The, the Canadian fans oh. love this race. They are so knowledgeable. Did you, did you bump into Richard, by the <laughs> way, before we even get started? I did. I bumped into Richard and the boys. They keep growing. They're not listening to me. But there are so many fans out here, John. This is the best presence I have ever seen at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. And let's uh, let, let's start off. Here's one fan. Um, sir, you look like you haven't been to a race in a little while. What do you make this fan presence? The fans here are absolutely amazing. One of the writers locally said he hasn't seen this many people at Motorsport in 10 years, and he's guessing 80,000 people. It's packed. I fully believe it. I mean, there's so many people on the grid. Uh, thank you, sir. Enjoy your day. I probably will. I'll be watching you all day, too, hon. Yeah, good job, Stalker. And, uh, ma'am, you haven't been to an IMSA race in a long time now. The faces have changed. You commented on how there are so many more women in the paddock now. What's it like to see that? I am so encouraged by the change on the pit lane here. The teams all have women on their teams. The broadcasters obviously have a woman crew member um and it, the drivers there's so many more female drivers so good on you imsa that was bill and diane adam from miami florida thanks guys enjoy the race i'm gonna go find some drivers <laughs> to interview now <laughs> very good very good indeed i thought i recognized i thought i recognized the magnum there uh, in that second interview. I, I think Bill was putting an accent on there to not be recognised. Jeremy Shaw is with me in the Global Broadcast Centre. We're virtually together this weekend, much like our colleagues at NBC who'll be uh, doing the call for the US audience. We're not on site, but we know how great this event is and how much the Canadian fans love this event. They do indeed, John, and uh, great Great to, to be a part of this uh, 
atmosphere here that uh, is at Canadian Time Motorsport this weekend. Yeah, I recognise that voice right away. Very distinctive. Great to hear from Bill Adam, uh, a, a, you know, a Canadian legend, no, no doubt about it, as are many of them this weekend. And they've always had, already had some success on the track here this weekend, the Canadians, and looking for a lot more this afternoon in, in GTD Pro. It was the FAF car that won last year. Uh, Robbie Wickens won last year in the Pilot Challenge race. We saw a really exciting race yesterday. By the way, excitement didn't, uh, didn't end at the chequered flag, unfortunately. Maybe we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But great to be here, John, and excited for this race ahead. Uh, drama for a couple of teams, Sheer Adam, uh, this morning and yesterday as we head into the Chevrolet Grand Prix. Yes, uh, starting things off with the fan favorite FAF Motorsport Porsche. They went out on the recon lap and the TPMS sensor was not working. So the crew is now working frantically on the grid. We still haven't gotten to the point in time where it is time to go yet. So they do have time to try and repair everything. Another car that is out of place, the number 12 Lexus engine change going on for that car right now. They are scrambling to try and get it ready for the start of the race. But if it can get out, it will be a pit lane start for the number 12, which then requires a drive through penalty as well. Now, continuing on the theme of interviewing parental units, I want to step in here with Max DeAngelis really quickly because your son, Roman, put the car, the 27 Heart of Racing Aston Martin, on pole. How much does it mean to you guys as Canadians to get it done here at the home track? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, Roman's been around his track since he's about 12 or 13 years old, so just any time we get back to see TMP is, uh, you know, racing Canada is one thing, but putting it on a pole and uh, track record is uh, fantastic. Um, you know, he cut his teeth here, so nothing better. Not a better feeling for, for, you know, friends and family to come and watch and hang out. So, yeah, really proud of him. Really proud of the team. The car's uh, looking really good today. So hopefully a safe race, and uh, we'll see what happens. It's a be beautiful Canadian day, but it is a little bit warm. Is that perhaps why Marco and Roman aren't out by the car yet? They're saving all their energy? Yeah, I don't know about Marco, but uh, Roman's, uh, you know, he's just a quiet kid. He hangs out. Uh, it's kind of pre-race ritual just to kind of chill out and relax. Uh, doesn't really show uh, his nerves very well, but I think he's uh, he's ready to go. I mean, it's a big big race for him, obviously. And uh, again, I mean, this is this is where it all started, right? Um, sort of be back and uh, showcase. We know coming off a win last year, so it's very very important. But it's going to be a good day. Good luck to the whole Heart Racing team. Thanks, Shay. Take care. Shay, where are you on the grid at the moment, and and how busy is that pit lane? <laughs> How busy is the pit lane? Uh, I can see the cars, which is a small miracle, but I think that's because IMSA has spaced them out so nicely, uh, which is a slight difference to how we've done it in the past. I am currently up by the GTD pole sitter looking for Jack Hawksworth or Ben Barnicat, but neither of them are hanging around by their cars. So I'll continue moving forward up to see if I can find more of our pole sitters to try and talk to. But I, I mentioned it to Max. It's it's a beautiful Canadian summer day. It is a bit warm in a fire suit. Uh, not complaining. I'm not complaining. Do not think I am. But uh, I can understand why so few of the drivers are actually out by their cars right now because with the cloud cover, it's holding in the heat too. Yeah, and at the moment it is 29 degrees on the track. More importantly, 23 Celsius in the air, if you prefer that 73 uh, in the air and 84 Fahrenheit on the track. Jeremy Shaw, uh, the Porsche keys to the race. Um, this is another two minute, a uh, two hour, 40 minute race. So that does bring its own strategic uh, challenges to the to the teams. IMSA have always set it so that it's not just, you know, two hours, 40. What's that? Um, you know, um, 160 minutes. 
Oh, yeah, so let's just divide that into two or to three. That's not how it works with IMSA, is it? They've, they've always just made things a little bit more cerebral for the, for the guys on the pit lane. Yeah, absolutely love it. I mean, yeah, the strategies are so important uh, in all four classes. And you know, the, in, in the, the top class this year, GTP has taken over from the old and much loved DPIs. But these GTP cars are really, really impressive. But uh, they are, the configuration of these cars is quite different to what we had before. Last year, we were seeing pit stops around about every 40 minutes. These cars should be able to do 50-55 without any difficulty. So that changes the strategy compared to what they have last year. For LMP3 and GTD and GTD Pro, you know, that's pretty much the same that they're used to here in the past. But uh, it's going to be a really interesting race, I think. And as I said, we saw a great pilot challenge race yesterday where strategy was absolutely key. And I, I expect the same to be... Uh, the case this afternoon, John. Uh, let's head back to Cher Adam, who's working her way to the LMP3 Paul Sitter for Riley in the Legion and the Ranch 74 car. Gar Robinson. And Gar, there's a little kid who's standing right by your car wearing a T-shirt that says, OK, but first ice cream. I feel like that's a good memo for today. After the race, you earn the ice cream, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely after. I definitely will go after or after the race, we'll go get ice cream for sure. But uh, no, it's it. I, I mean, I I'm a big I'm a big believer in uh, starting with dessert first. So that's a that's a, um, a compliments to the parent. Absolutely, I'm a big fan. Now this race is so much fun. We were talking about driving here yesterday. How it's like a giant roller coaster. You get to go out here, two hours and forty minute contest. Now you have to share some of that with Felipe Fraga. But does it just put a smile on your face to wake up in the morning and think I'm on pole at CTMP? It, it it was definitely uh, it was definitely a smiling point in the, uh, last night going to bed and then definitely getting up this morning too for sure. But no, it's it's pole is one thing, but we definitely have to uh, finish the race and uh, or finish the race and complete the whole race. So and there's a lot of stuff that can happen in this track. It's it's difficult for us because we're uh, we're in the middle, you know. So we have we have to deal with the, the GT GT traffic and then we have to deal with the GTP traffic. So uh, we have to we have it from both ways. So. It's, uh, it's going to be a bit of a challenge, but uh, it's a challenge for everyone else in the class. So uh, hopefully I can do a better job than uh, the guys, guys in my class. So People always talk about how difficult it is to pass here. How difficult is it to pass slower cars? It can be very difficult. Um, so it's, it's pretty difficult getting past the, the, the GT cars. So they, we, have all, we have all apex speed. And they have more. Uh, they have just about sometimes more power than us in the straightaways. So it makes it even more of a challenge. And they break. And they can break just about as as well as that we can because they have the ABS. But uh, it's it's just how you time it. You have to give them a, give them some space and then get a run and uh, pass that or get them when they have the exit. But classic or uh, same class that can be pretty difficult as well. Uh, you're you're fighting with the same hand. So it's it's it's. Uh, Definitely, you just have to commit harder, I think, and uh, see who's who or who's who at the end of the pass. But uh, hopefully, we don't have to do too many, too much passing in our in our class today. Well, and putting it on the other end of things, GTP. How different is it getting passed by a GTP car compared to the DPI? Well, hopefully, they're a little bit. Hopefully, they're a little bit more tame this year than they were last year. I remember they were pretty. They were pretty badly behaved last year, but. Uh, no, it's it's you just have to watch for what they they're gonna do. I mean, uh, that's the mentality that I have uh, from what they did last year, and uh, hopefully they uh, hopefully they don't have the same the same as last year. But I don't expect much. I don't expect uh, much. But no, I, th I think I think they're gonna do. I think they're gonna be fine this year. Uh, I think 
the, pa the, the, the power difference and stuff is a lot better this year. So I think uh, I'm hoping that they're going to be behaved, but, you know. Two race wins so far on the air for Gar Robinson and Riley. Good luck making it three today. Thanks, Jay. And just to let Shea, you guys uh, know, this oh, sorry, is the yeah. first normal race for the LMP3 cars. Two hours and 40 minutes. All the other ones have been endurance. Yeah, that's a very good point that you make there, Shay. Thank you. Uh, with the pole sitter from LMP3, 10th position for Gar Robinson. He'll start the race for AW, uh, for Riley, excuse me, with AWA alongside Ori Fadani. Leisure versus Decane in the first two rows, actually, with Junior 3 racing. Uh, and Ari Bailog and Anthony Mantella will have the full field rundown for you in a moment. Our Porsche keys to the race. We talked about that two-hour 40 mindset. 34 cars here, Jeremy. Not the biggest field we've had, but we have seen in practice uh, and in warm-up that actually on the circuit here, which is a, a compact and pretty quick two point let's call it two and a half miles 2.459 nine, nine miles let's call it two and a half miles uh for the the sake of probity that's actually quite a, a dense traffic um that's quite dense in terms of traffic uh, and it's not easy to pass here so track position is is pretty much king here i completely agree john yes it is and uh, you know the average speed in qualifying for the GTP cars was uh, almost 135 miles an hour. Yeah, average speed uh, around this uh, two and a half miles, a little bit less than. Uh, they won't be going that quite that fast in the race, but still, they're going to be mighty quick. And uh, I think that was a great question that uh, Shay raised there with Gar Robinson, because uh, the way the GTP cars go past the slower traffic, be the GT or LMP3, is quite different to what it was a year ago because they don't carry the same mid-speed corner as the DPI cars do, but they are much quicker off the corners and at the end of the straightaways as well. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that uh, how that all plays out. But in terms of numbers, I think 34 is just about perfect here. Uh, we had 57 at Watkins Glen. I'll tell you what, I would not want 57 cars here uh, no. at Canadian Time Motorsport Park. So I think this is a great number, and I think... Uh, I, I'm I'm keyed up for this race. I I agree with you there, Jeremy. No LMP2s here. That that's deliberate by him. So that doesn't mean that the P2s are disappearing. It's the last time that we'll see the P3s here because they're leaving the big category uh, for next year. Uh, but we've got a pack, packed GTD uh, field, GTD and GTD Pro field. We'll talk about that in a moment after we've spoken to Eve, who is down at BMW and the M Team RLL with Philippe Eng. And he's a rookie to this place, which is kind of hard to believe. Both you and Augusto, newbies to CTMP, but it has to put a smile on your face when you drive here and realize it's so much better than the sim. Oh yeah, it's crazy fast. Uh, it's very bumpy, especially turn one and turn two. You really have to commit. Um, and this place, if you are just under driving by 5%, you're losing half a second per lap. So there is no room for any uh, backing off. Um, it's full commitment every lap, but uh, we enjoy it and I, I, I really like it. Congratulations on last week and the GT car driving. At Nick Yellily was saying that it's a little bit tricky to jump back and forth between the two and readjust your brain. Are you finding the same thing? Yeah, I find it more difficult actually. Thanks, first of all. Uh, I find it uh, more difficult actually to go back to the to the GT3 car because it has less downforce, more weight, um, less power. Um, so stepping up from from the M4 GT3 to um, our GTP car, I find this a bit easier. 
So you're happy to come back home and uh, go hunting in a familiar cockpit? You know, I like both. The main yeah. thing is it's a BMW, so it's always fun. <laughs> Philip, good luck today. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, very good points all made by Philip. I've got to say, we are very fortunate in IMSA and in sports car racing in general to be able to go and bother drivers moments before they get in their car. The green flag is 20 minutes away. We're in Michelin countdown to green and in the middle of our Porsche keys to the the race. Um, tyres this weekend, Jeremy. We talk about this a lot. We always have a little and the tyres. It's our little joke. Um, only three sets of tyres uh, for the front of the field from qualifying uh, through to the race. I've not heard people complaining about tyre degradation. I, I, I think they've had good... They've had uh, they've had good performance out of the Michelin tyres. I believe so, John. Yes, uh, I haven't heard any complaints either. And uh, with it being a, a two hours and forty minute race uh, with the extended pit window that the GTP cars have compared to DPI's last year, they could probably do this race on two pit stops. So that means that they have a total of three sets allocated for qualifying and the race. The inter very interesting yesterday in qualifying to see the number zero one Cadillac come in and scrub in two extra sets of tyres before Sebastian Bourdais went out to set his qualifying time. Yeah. Uh, other teams elected not to scrub in their race tyres uh, prior to the event, so prior to, to, to today's race. I find that really interesting. Uh, as we've seen early on, you know, earlier this season, different tyre strategies yeah. have been uh, critical to the outcome of the race, notably Long Beach, of course, where Porsche didn't change tyres at all during that one, uh, only one pit stop there, just a 100-minute race. So they, mm. you can't get through this. You won't expect anybody to go through this whole race on, on, uh, on one set of tyres. But uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how that unfolds, John. Well, the two Acuras, I'm pretty certain, only used one set of Michelin slicks yeah. uh, during the qualifying. Let's find out from one of the drivers. Alex Sims is one of our favourite people to talk to. Alexander Sims from uh, uh, the Welland Engineering Cadillac uh, team, Pete Wittorani starting the race. Tyres share part of our Porsche keys to the race. What can Alex tell us about that? Tyres, all right. Well, uh, can I do my little question first, if you don't mind? Um, just because I want to comment on the fact that Alexander Sims, you've raced here once before and that was a win, correct? Twice, twice. All right, so you got a 50% rate at CTMP, but you know how important it is to win here and how rewarding it is for the fans. You've got a car that has Canadian flag colours on it. Are you feeling the fan love? Um, well, the, the fact that that's the first time I've thought about our livery being uh, connected to, to here is probably probably means that, um, yeah, maybe it's not at the forefront of my mind. But um, no, it's it's awesome here to race at this track. Um, really been looking forward to coming back here. Was a bit daunted uh, before the weekend about driving it in a prototype, having only done it in a GT, because already in a GT car, it's, it's pretty exciting um and high commitment but uh, so far the car's been behaving well and it's been been an absolute pleasure to drive so really pleased to be back here um yeah hopefully recreate my m6 performance rather than the m8 performance that i've had here um and and yeah looking forward to the race all right so now we'll get on to what the boys were asking about tires and the strategy three sets for qualifying in the race we saw a couple of teams going out and scuffing every set of tires that they possibly could run during the course of this race no rain is now expected what do you think is going to be the smart strategy for tyres for this one? Well, I mean, to be honest, as long as you didn't do too many laps in qualifying on one set, then it's, it's not 
too difficult. It should be a three stint race, three sets of tires, fairly, fairly simple maths there. Um, try and keep your best tires for the end of the race for when, when the points are scored. Um, but yeah, tire warm up here is, is pretty difficult with the, the high speed nature of the circuit. There's, there's not many straights, which um, do a lot of the tire warming for you as a driver um, because you get the, the downforce compressing the sidewall and putting energy into the tire. But here we're, we're in fourth, fifth, sixth gear corners the whole time um, on cold tires. It's really sketchy. Um, so yeah, that's the reason why probably most people have scuffed their tires just to make that warm up a little bit quicker and a little bit easier for the driver. And you think there is the benefit of new tires versus warm tires on each stop. You, you feel a big performance difference here. Uh, well, I mean, honestly, with the amount of practice that we've had, you know, and, and the stop-start nature inevitably that you, you have in practice, it's actually not super easy to know um, because it's, it's never quite a like-for-like -like for the race. But, yeah, I would anticipate everyone will use all their tires. I, I'm pretty sure that by the second half of a second stinted tire, you'd be losing quite significant performance versus a new one. So, yeah, I think it's going to be yep, new tires for everyone the whole time. Well, thanks for stopping for the chat. Appreciate it, Alex. No problem at all. Always get honesty from him. Share mm, Adam with Alexander Sins. I do like speaking to him in our Mission and Countdown agreement. Let's uh, let's uh, finish off our Porsche keys to the race while Share heads to the front of the grid to try and grab a word with uh, either Tom Blomqvist or somebody from the number 60 car. Um, heard about the tyres there, Jeremy. Uh, so do we think we're going to be fuel regulated in terms of pit stops rather than ties in. Nobody's talking about degradation. That sounds to me as though it's fuel and track position. We might see a bit of tricky, a little bit of tricky strategy depending on where you are in your stint. Yeah, no, I think that's a really good uh, point you raised there, uh, John. And uh, we, you know, we don't really know the answer to that question. We ho certainly haven't s you know, noticed much uh, in the way of tyre degradation. And uh, it, but tr but no doubt about it, track position here is really important. If you want to keep somebody behind you here, it's uh, it's not easy to do. It's, well, it, it's it's you can let's put it that way. You could be defensive here, and it makes it awfully difficult for anybody else with a similar pace to get around you. Even if they've got a, a pace advantage of a half a second or more a lap. And in each of the classes, is, is, that's not very, uh, very often. Uh, it's it's going to be difficult. So yeah, track position I think is going to be really, really important. By the way, uh, maybe shaken. I've heard from the pit lane. My sources tell me that number twelve Lexus is now in the pit lane, and that that what normally would be a four-hour engine change has been completed wow. in three. So great job by that by that team. Maybe maybe we can find someone there to uh, talk us through how they managed to make that change so quickly. But yeah, look, I think the strategy again super super critical in this race. Uh, that car will start the back for that engine change. Jeremy will have the full grid rundown in a moment in our Michelin count down to green. That's our Porsche keys to the race. I'll, I'll add on, uh, it is uh, an, uh, quite an interesting pit lane here, and it's quite long. It's the whole front straight, so you don't want to be going through pit lane. So minimising mistakes is always important. Meantime, Shea has made her way to the front of the grid for the Chevrolet Grand Prix and the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. To talk to the pole sitter who is yet again Tom Blomqvist. Every time we come to CTMP, it seems that you put the car on pole here. It takes a little bit of extra chutzpah to go fast around here, but it doesn't seem to matter. GTP, DPI, you just managed to find it. Uh, how happy were you after yesterday? I know you said you didn't extract everything from the car, but knowing that you've got the advantage over everyone else. Yeah, I mean, regardless, I was very, very happy. Uh, 
No, I like coming here. You know, it's 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 a super high speed track. Um, you know, you need, it takes a lot of commitment um, in qualifying to to get the most out of it. Uh, but I've also been helped. You know, last two years having a great car. So, uh, you know, thanks to the for the team at MSR, uh, Acura and HPD, obviously. For giving us the tools to do the job you know the tens been here as well in that same position the last two years so uh you know the car's obviously quick um uh, but today you know we just want to have a clean race a good race uh it's been a bit of up and down year for us so far so obviously starting from the pole you know makes makes our life a little bit easier but you know it's so difficult now with these tires and you know the, the first laps are just so hard so uh anything can still happen but uh you know fingers crossed i'm gonna give it my all and uh yeah hopefully i can hand over that that car to colin in a good stop in a good spot Really quickly, tire-dependent race or fuel-dependent race? Uh, shouldn't be. Hopefully, we don't expect it to be either. Um, you know, track position is so crucial around here. So more than anything, it's it's about keeping that track position. So, uh, yeah, let's see how it unfolds. Thanks, Tom. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. And there you go, then. Uh, Porsche case the race confirmed by Tom Blomqvist. It's a, it is a position-dependent race. We're in the Michelin countdown to green. Those were our Porsche keys to the race. We'll check back through those uh, during the race along with our VP Racing in Race updates and our BDO, Accounting, Tax and Advisory Services. They know financial strategy. We'll be looking for race strategy for the BDO Knows Strategy Award. That's all still to come. Uh, let's check the grid with Jeremy Shaw. 34 cars uh, on the grid for our race today. Ah uh, yes, who's ready for the Chevrolet Grand Prix here? This is round six for GT, uh, GTP, GTD Pro and GTD. It's round three of the championship for LMP3. And it's also the third round of the Wirtec Sprint Cup for GTD as well. 34 cars, as John Heidhoff was just telling us, nine GTPs, Six LMP3s, they will start in the prototype group at the front. There'll be a split start with the GTD Pro and GTD cars intermingled, starting separately. Starting at the back of the grid then, in the 34th position, with an engine change, magnificent job by Vassar Sullivan to get the number 12 car for uh, Frankie Montecalvo onto the grid, but he will start in the last position. Ahead of him on the grid, the next row forward is uh, David Bruley in the Kelly Moss with Riley Porsche 911 GT3 Arts, car number 92, alongside Sheena Monk for Gradient Racing, the Acura NSX GT3, car number 66. The second of the Kelly Moss with Riley Porsches, uh, car number 91, will start in the 31st position, alongside another Porsche for Wright Motorsports, at number 77, Alan Brynjolfsson. Uh, a similar car again for AO Racing, car number 80, yes, Rexy, PJ Hyatt, will start in the 29th position with Brendan Ereeb in the number 70 Inception Racing McLaren 720S GT3 Evo alongside for company. Chandler Hull will start one of two Turner Motorsport BMWs, that's the car number 97 in the 27th position. Alongside the Windward Racing uh, Mercedes-AMG GT3 car number 57 started by Russell Ward. Michel Goikberg from Toronto, Canada will start the Forte Racing powered by US Racetronics Lamborghini Huracan GT3 Evo 2, that's car number 78. Alongside Patrick Gallagher, the second of the tournament sport BMWs, that's car number 96. Third fastest in qualifying in GTD, the team Courthoff Motorsports Mercedes-AMG, that's car number 32, Canadian driver Michael Grenier, alongside the championship leader Madison Snow in car number one, the BMW M4 GT3 for Paul Miller Racing. In front of him on the grid is the two GTD Pro cars, Klaus Bachler in the FAF Motorsports Porsche 911 GT3R, carrying the hopes of Canada, 
and a new plaid livery on that car for this weekend, slightly different. Alongside the Chevrolet Corvette C8R GTD for Corvette Racing, starting driver in Canada 3 is a former winner here, Jordan Taylor. The next row forward, the second row of the GTD, car, GTD cars, is a GTD pole sitter, non-pro. Car number 27, local driver Roman DeAndris and the heart of racing team Aston Martin Vantage GT3. His teammate, but running in the pro category, starts alongside. That's Alex Riberas from Spain in car number 23. The front row of the grid, Jules Gunion for WeatherTech Racing, Mercedes AMG GT3, car number 79. Alongside on the pole for the second time this season, the ninth pole of his career. In car number 14, the championship leader for Vassar Sullivan, Lexus RCF GT3, that's Jack Hawksworth. Moving on to LMP3, Lance Wilsey will start in the sixth position for Sean Creech Motorsports. That's a Ligier JSP320. Ahead of him on the grid, a similar car for Arve Motorsports. Antoine Camot, another Canadian, albeit based in Chicago. That's car number four. Alongside him, yes, another Canadian for AWA. Canadian-based team is Duquesne D08, car number 17, Anthony Mantella. Third position in the class in qualifying. A great run for Junior 3 racing in Ligier. And number 30 is Ari Baylog. Another local driver, Ori Fidani, in the second of the AWA Duquesne, that's car number 13, will start second in LMP3. The pole sitter for the fourth time in his career, second in a row here at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. For Riley Motorsports and the Ligier JSP320, car number 74 is Gar Robinson. Now it's the GTP cars, Matthew Jaminet. In the number six, the Porsche Penske Motorsports Porsche 963 will start ninth and last. Ahead of him, the JDC Motorsports similar car, uh, car number five is, Mark, is Mike Rockefeller. Seventh position on the grid, Nick Yellowley, winner last time out at Watkins Glen. Car number 25, the first of two BMW M Team RLL BMW M Hybrid V8s. The sister car, car number 24, will be one position ahead. That's Augusto Farfus. Uh, on the inside of the third row, Felipe Nasser, car number seven, the second of the Penske Motorsports Porsche 963s. Row two, that's all Cadillac. The Cadillac Racing number zero, one car Sebastian Bourdais will start fourth. Alongside him, uh, it's Pipo Durrani, the championship leader in GTP in the number 31 Wheelan Engineering Cadillac Racing Cadillac V Series R. The front row, well, that's all Acura. For Konica Minolta, Acura ARX06, car number 10 of Ricky Taylor will start in the second position on the pole for the second year in a row. For Maya Shank racing with Kerbag Ajanian in car number 60, the Englishman Tom Blomquist. Jeremy Shaw with the grid that rounds off our Michelin countdown to green. Two hours and 40 minutes are on the clock. We're fewer than five minutes away from the green flag. Time to go live now in sound and vision on IMSA Radio and IMSA TV.